One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green. Hey, guys, I'm going to get this thing right eventually, uh, you know. You know what happened was I forgot to hit the local recording for Jeremy to do our clips. I'm like, God damn it. I went in there and then I hit the button. I was like, ain't this a bottom? God bless America. I'm like, God dang it. I did it again. I'm like, oh, Jeremy, he's going he's gonna to beat me up. He's going he gonna to get me into if he If he could, he'll take me into Street Fighter and beat me down for that one. I'm like, oh, it's the third week Please in a do. row. I forgot. I'm like, come on, AG, you better than that, man. You know better. God bless. What's up, guys? God bless America. God bless America. How you guys doing, John? Rico the rookie, what's good with you? Just hanging out, man. Met John face-to-face for the first time last week. It was awesome. Wish I could have talked to him longer, but, you know, he was doing some things. He had some things he had to take care of. So, yeah. yeah, he was working harder than I was. Um, but you know, we're just <laughs> just getting some stuff done. But uh just just hanging out. Went to a went to a pumpkin patch yesterday. Shout out to Vala's pumpkin patch. Um, so went out there, days. forgot how large and hilly it is. So I'm I'm dragging the wagon with the two kids in the back. Ooh, got my leg workout for the day yesterday. Nice. So we're good. Got me a caramel apple and some some Ooh, cider. Did you buy for it? Did you no get in the water? No, we, no, we bought apple, it. apple cider donuts. Ooh, yes, I actually got those too. So that was actually like the, the first time I've had an apple cider donut. And let me tell you what, that was a game changer. That sounds damn. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Oh yeah, apple it was cider fantastic. donut. You had me yeah. at donut. That's what <laughs> <laughs> you had me the last word. <laughs> the last word you had me when you said apple cider. I'm thinking you're just gonna say the drink. When you said don't. Oh, oh. Oh, you bought that life, John Rico. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> man. So real, yeah, so real quick, if you're first time into the show, this is where we talk about a little bit of everything in the video game space. So we're talking about game releases. We're going to have a fun conversation of this or that. So we choose between, and it's Halloween time, so some of the craziest fun horror games or situational things in a horror game that you might have to go through if you're playing the game. Um, then we're going to... Uh, talk about stories around the business, around the industry going on. A lot of stuff going on with my, Spider-Man, too. Some good, some a little um, borderline, I don't know, but maybe PC or anything like that. And some other fun conversation about Ahsoka. Part 4, Fallen Jedi is getting good. You should have finished it by now, you know, for guys that are hardcore like myself, Rico the Rookie. I'm pretty sure you finished it already. And John, I know you've been working. I don't know if you've been working. I finished all the episodes of Ahsoka, but it is getting good. A lot of a lot of lightsaber fights going on. Just looks like it should be on the big screen, but it's on the small screen in my living room or in my my bedroom checking it out. So that's what we do. We talk about geek stuff. So <clears> I'm <throat> a geek. This guy to my right <clears throat> is a geek. The guy below, below me is a geek. We probably don't look like geeks, but we are. Everybody says, "Oh, geeks, this, that." Ah, we all here. We you just don't know until you get that head nod. And you'd be like, what platform you on? <laughs> you say Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Boom, credit. Boom, straight credit right there. You're like, on them. All of them. Like, I'm on all of them. I'm on all of them. Back up. So we got YouTube, like you said. Y'all met for the first time. 
this weekend in uh, the Vanny Center, where we had the Wisconsin ladies playing the Husker ladies in volleyball, balling out one hell of a series. Um, was it? It went all five, didn't it? Like five mm-hmm. sets. And it I hadn't seen electric. that. Right. I haven't seen that. Um, and I say, I'll say now I have, but hadn't seen it before. But I would, you know, probably in person. But got by the time I texted all y'all, y'all say it was standing room only. And we were like, ah, we're, we'll watch it from the house. But it was still good. I mean, I, I understand. I can mention it was electric in the house there. So um, I know that part was fun. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Rico and I were there too, and it was amazing. They set a Devaney Center record with 9,100 fans. It was packed. Mm. It was such a great atmosphere for the sport. And Amon, the TV numbers are out. It's the most watched uh, Big Ten Network volleyball match in the history of the the, And and I just was crunching some numbers yesterday, not to get too nerdy in TV numbers, but 612,000 viewers. That was more on Saturday than Premier League football with a Manchester City game. That was more than Texas Tech BYU football. That was mm-hmm. more than Northwestern Nebraska football. So the volleyball team outdrew mm-hmm. the football team as viewership. And it almost equaled the Wisconsin Badger game uh, for viewership as well earlier awesome. in the day against Illinois. So it was it was a sight to be seen. Um, I wish a couple of net violations didn't happen that late in the match, or we might be talking about a different outcome. True. But they happened, and it and it went the way it did. And I'll say this: um, the Badgers uh, will be playing Minnesota this weekend. And guess what? It follows Amon. It follows NFL football on Fox. So it's Packers Vikings. Awesome. And then it's Gophers Badgers for the country. So that's going to be another nice. big moment for the sport. And what, yes, if it succeeds there, it, it could even start to ascend more than it already has. I get Monday night volleyball, baby. <laughs> oh my Ball God. Look, hey. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Why not? Monday Why night not? volleyball. Here we go. We got <laughs> some it. professional leagues popping up here. I know around Nebraska, there's a professional team out of Omaha, the Supernovas. Um, so that is something growing. <clears throat> Here in in the state of Nebraska, I say around the country too. So real quick to the chat, we got BR Facial, we got Dustin from LinkedIn, and we got everybody else is from uh, from Twitch. Eeyore, he's in the house here today, and the Bear Fan wants to know, Rico, what is your Twitter? The Bear Fan does a lot of charity fundraising, and he okay. wants to promote anybody that has a, a nonprofit out there. And uh, BR Facial says volleyball is going to go start playing in the Pinnacle Arena, John. So uh, John, that's our uh, basketball. That's another arena that we have here. On camp near campus is not on campus, but near campus where either volleyball goes play or basketball men's and women's go play there as well. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be. I mean, they could easily go to the Pinnacle Bank. Yeah, and oh, fill yeah. that they up could, too. It's about it's about seventeen sixteen thousand in there, so something like that. So they'd be they'd be able to fill that no problem. Yeah, um, but I think they're gonna I think they're gonna stick in the Devaney for quite some time. They added about four hundred plus seats uh, over the summer, so staying room only actually got smaller. They added some more seats, so that was the first time that they uh, eclipsed nine thousand fans in there. And uh, I know John Cook afterwards, he thought it was a fake number. He's like, that must have been a misprint. And right. uh, he, he goes, so I think the fire marshal is going to come talk to us on Monday. <laughs> oh, man. He he had some fun after that. He, he threw oh, on, yeah. Uh, he was, he was having hats. a lot of oh, fun. Wow. He is soaking in every single moment this this year. And uh, it's got some people worried, but I, I think he's just enjoying. <laughs> I think he's just enjoying the, the time that he has. He's been worried that he's going to retire. Yeah. People are scared because really? he's soaking. He's soaking in everything like before mm. and oh I, I, yeah we've kind of noticed shadowing there for we've kind of right. noticed like he's a little 
he's a little more smiley, a little more talkative when he really? goes into post-game press. Hold yeah. up. You said he's a little more smiley. Exactly. <laughs> I respect the guy a lot. I, I, I respect his coaching, but when every time you see him, you don't know if they winning or losing. <laughs> exactly. Saying. But that's but that's just what I'm saying. saying. But then again, he has a, but then he's again, like Coach Osborne, his face is like, yeah. you're like, what's going on? We losing? That's yeah, but he's yeah. been a lot more smiley and joking around with us in the in the post-game pressures and everything. But hmm. um we have yet to see him after a loss, so we still don't know. Hmm. I swear that's where he's going. That's funny that you Jay say more smiley world. because I think like what Amon said, like anybody who's tuned into a, a Nebraska match and they've shown Cook on the sidelines, you're like, oh, he's he's, like, he's, he's upset about something. Like, he's oh, like they, must, they must have lost the first set. Like, no, <laughs> they won 25-12. Like, you got a strong jaw. That jaw line is straight. He's like. Like they could they could hit every attack. Like they could get every kill, not, not get a single serve, and you'd still look at him and he'd be – just, yeah, just there. exactly. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, as a player, I'd be like, I wouldn't even ask how I'm doing. I just like play. I'm like, uh, no, coach, I'm good. I don't need to ask. But, you know? but yeah, that, so, so that Nebraska Wisconsin match was the loudest I've ever heard any, and that mm-hmm. was the most stressed slash most fun that I've had at a volleyball match uh, in quite some time. Like it was had me on the on the edge of my seat the entire time. It was great, high level volleyball. Mm-hmm. I. It's the first time I've I've been able to see Wisconsin live, and they are all that they're cracked at. Like, if this isn't if that isn't the national championship match, I'd be surprised. Right? God, can you imagine if that if, if we had a match like that for the national champ? Well, we did oh, a couple my, of years ago, but yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. So real quick, uh, are you going to come to Madison? Because if you're not, you should tell your bosses. Hey, look at the look at the viewership. Look at who cares about the sport right yeah, now. Because right. if we're sending someone to football to Madison, if we, you know we're sending football all around the country, why don't yeah. we send it to Madison? Because it's exactly. the same thing. Yeah, I don't know love. if I'll be able to because it's going to be on Black Friday, and we've oh, got yeah. our our pregame, postgame with uh, Nebraska Iowa that day. It's like noon kickoff. Oh, too many so things. It'd be yeah. It's a lot of stuff going on that day. Yeah. Nice, nice. So I got Dustin. I mentioned he said coming from the shadows of Lambeau Field and Lakeland up in show. Wisconsin. Oh, so he's right there between about that 45 minute drive. I used to trek down every every day for work there in uh, Green Bay. And then uh BR Facial says Belichick vibes with uh Coach Cook there. So Belichick. Yeah. Same yes. thing with Bill Belichick. I'm like, <clears throat> if there is a happy moment with that dude, I will pay to see it. I just want to know as a player, you know, any guy. Well, it's funny because like John like, Cook's players say he's hilarious. He's a he's a jokester, and the same thing with Belichick. All the players are like, dude, he's hilarious. Like Tom Osborne was all like the time. That. Yeah, he, he would. Oh, he was a jokester. He was a jokester, and he would laugh Stoic. at himself a lot. He would yeah. laugh at himself a whole lot. So. You just need to be. You just need to be within the circle. Yes, you know, outside mm-hmm. of the game hours, and then you exactly. see those things, right? And, and yeah, yeah. These it's like I I got referred to as yeah. this one day this year since I'm a teacher now. <laughs> One of my students I saw out, they was like, oh, my God, it's so weird seeing you not in class today. It's like, what do you do? Like, what do you do outside of class? I'm like, what? I got a life. <laughs> I thought I was in a movie. I was like, wait a minute. I've seen this line before. Oh, my God. When you don't see when you see your teacher not in school, it's like, oh, my God, a dog is walking on his hind legs. I'm like, hold up. Time out. I'm like, I'm living. Am I living a movie right now? One of my students said that to me. I was like. Oh, I didn't know how to feel about that. I, was, I wanted to laugh, but I'm like, hold up. You don't live hey, in the school? I'm more school? cooler than, than huh? They were like, you don't live in the school? Right. I was like, oh, you trying to be funny, huh? I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm going to get you watch on this pop quiz. I'm going to get you tear your ass up. 
<laughs> oh man, but uh shoot, real quick to move on. Our our team, so esports, we uh, have had a cuff. I say last week was a tough week, and then this week is starting off tough. Last week we had Ohio State really good and Overwatch Smash Rocket League Valorant, but we fought, we battled, and this week we're starting off with Michigan. They got a squad too, and Overwatch we we just got nipped at the bud there. Um, on Monday, and then last night was Rocket League. I believe we lost there, and tonight is Smash. So we're having a rough go. It's still early in the season, though. Still got a lot of games. This, like I mentioned, this season goes till mid, the end of February, and then in the championship weekend will be sometime in March at Ohio State's campus at their esports facility there. So if we qualify, we'll definitely land, party that thing up, get on a bus. Then I'm gonna be telling the story of me and some of my players and how that road, how that drive went from a. Uh, on the I-80 all the way to Columbus. <laughs> That's going to be – I'm excited. I know we're going to get there. I know we're going to do it, though. Um, so, and, uh, John, you said you saw the Taylor Swift movie? I went to how the was, Taylor Swift movie. How was that? It, it was awesome. It was three hours long. Three um, hours? Ooh. Three hours. It's just a concert. You know, it's basically it's, – well, obviously, it's it's a concert movie. Um, I enjoyed oh, it. I think I, I enjoyed it overall. Okay. Yeah. I see it. On every uh, little advertisement, when I pull up my Marcus Cinema app, yeah, yep, you know, and they promote it, definitely promoting the heck out of that. So she's made over a hundred million dollars. I think the opening weekend was about a hundred million, so it's like one hundred thirty or one hundred fifty ish million dollars awesome. just domestically. Go Tay Tay, and, the, and they're it's talking about how she's changing. Guys, we might see the way movies are released differently in the future because of this movie, because she cut out the the studio. So usually, you make a movie. You give it to the studios, the studios yep. partner with the theaters. Yep. And she said, why did, wait, why are you taking 70% of the money? No. Right. Boom. Oh, Goodbye. wow. That much? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll oh, pay. yeah. I'm doing it on my own, too. I'll produce. I'll pay for it. I think it costs 15 million bucks. She's made 130 million back already. And she just said, no, you AMC, we'll in the local theaters, we'll all split it. We'll, right, split. we'll all get more money. And nah, so that, I mean, for people with a big fan base and people with a lot of money, they can now partner with other actors and kind of cut out the studios if they cut want. Cut out the middleman. Mm-hmm. Hey, the studios are going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Get your money, Tay Tay. Get your money. That's Was anybody said. singing and dancing in the in the theater? Yeah, the lady next to me the whole time. Ah! Uh, did, she, did she know every word? Did she know every word? Yeah, I was impressed. Okay. Like she didn't miss it, and she, she actually sounded pretty good. There you go. Um, my 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 daughter and her friend uh, "Shake It Off" was by far the most danced to song. Of in course, the theater. of course. Yeah. It, like it was it amazing. Up. It's like everything changed, and like oh, "Shake It Off," everybody's up dancing. Got it. Yeah, we got it. Oh yeah, you can't beat that. That's a Taylor Swift can have a three-hour movie, but Avengers Endgame can't. Ridiculous. <laughs> and Batman. Justice they said, League oh, can't they said, oh, three Rose, hours is too long. What's wrong with you, Warner yeah. Brothers? Like, come on, man. Ridiculous. Come on, man. Hey, no, we. I'm just kidding. I, I still want Batman movies. I always thought the Avenger movies didn't feel like three hours. It didn't. No, no. no they were so real written and well acted that. I just kept going to the like, next oh. and the next and the next. Was, and it was always mm-hmm. action and action and action. It was awesome. That was three and a half hours? Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. We got Mass Style says, says, same thing that happened with music is starting to happen in the movie industry, independent distributors. Yeah. Mm. Got to make that money. You keep all your money. You Cash. Know, that, Cash. And now like everyone's going to be like able that. to make movies in five years with AI. So. Just saying, we're gonna make, make it. We're gonna make our own movie, us three, right here. We could easily, probably. Oh, perfect. All right, <laughs> let's get on to quick hit news bite. Let's get you off first. Uh, it's uh, John 
Yeah. I think I got yours up here. All right, let me bring mine up too. Hold hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, okay. Oh, All right, Matt, uh, yeah, you got yours up, right? Yeah. So, you know, one know. of the things I'm into is uh, trading cards. Yep. And there was a big release uh, a couple of months ago through Magic the Gathering um, and yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings, right? Where they had like this exclusive one of one ring card that some guy found in a pack, sold it to Post Malone for two and a half million dollars. Disney Lorcana recently came out. That was big, too. Yep. So like these non-sports trading cards <clears throat> are really starting to, to catch uh, wind. And here's the latest I found from Marvel and Hasbro teaming up to bring Marvel characters and stories to Magic the Gathering. So it's a multi-year, multi-set. I think it starts in 2025. But basically, uh, you're going to start to see some of these Marvel cards intertwined with Magic the Gathering. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to look or what it's going to um be like exactly and i don't think they know either but i'll tell you what when this comes out you are going to have um another big swell of like everyone's gonna want it i, I right. can tell this has got marvel and and they're gonna have exclusive limited cards and it's gonna be cool and it's gonna have a, another big following right away and i love that more of more partnerships like this outside of sports are happening because it's fun i'll tell you what i bought a box of lord of the rings looking for that one of one card because it's fun it's like a chase and yeah. quite frankly i got mine delivered a day after it was found so i haven't opened it yet um but um you're like it, a big tick kid on christmas right now yeah can't wait but i'm telling you guys this is going to be cool like how cool would it be to get like a i don't know if you consider it a rookie card of whomever um the first time ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah this, this, see those this isn't a very good commercial it's just Everything them looking changes. at comic books and oh gotcha it's kind but of but you know but they can get so creative i'm excited to see what it looks like really and i know it's going to have a lot of hype when it comes out yeah because you go to um places like pax or even dreamhack i know pax for sure they have all the um role-playing games that you gotta you know roll the dice the D D action and so magic is over there too and they have like I say classic, you know, figures that get made and they're small. Obviously, the detail is really cool and they do different colors, different um, variations of them. So this is a variation and part, like you said, having Marvel and that's part of being you know, that. They're part of Disney. So you already know how they know how to do things in terms of stuff, fun stuff like this. So this is going to definitely hit a lot of people in the right uh, in the right area in terms of their pocketbook. This is going to be it's going to be crazy with the not like the combination of Marvel and Magic. You're going to have Magic fan like I don't know how many like you'll have people who are Magic the Gathering fans who aren't or haven't been Marvel fans who find these and like, oh, this looks really cool. Let me, you know, uh, research this a little bit more. Maybe they start getting into comic books. They start getting into Marvel. You'll have a bunch of Marvel fans who want to get the cards. Maybe they have them. They see a couple other Magic the Gathering cards and they're like, oh, you know what? This is actually kind of interesting. Let me let me get this. So you're going to possibly there's a probability that you grow both fan bases uh with this yeah it's huge it's huge this would be fun this is the thing i said marvel and disney they know what they're doing they know what they're doing and yeah. i have this as a as a variation that means so marvel that means all the characters with the 30 40 <clears throat> heroes and another 130 40 villains and all oh. that, that that we've seen all through the infinity gauntlet saga so it's gonna yeah. be and I always say this when it comes to trading cards. I'm telling you, man, NBA 2K. I know, like, if you just put a one of one Kobe in there, doesn't need to, you know. Yeah. They could they could sell so many more games that they already are selling just yeah. by oh, including yeah. physical cards. True, true. 
uh, ERC Mar Marvel did this once before in the late '90s and early 2000s, and called was called Overpowered. Oh, okay. There, so uh, and then uh, also he he added in Magic is turning into Fortnite. Is that good or bad? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that good or bad? Is that I, a Fortnite? Good bad a Fortnite good has gotten really interesting. I still i I would always you know played Fortnite early, and I was like, you know, if it wasn't for the building, I think I'd be pretty good at this game. And now there's parts where you don't oh, have yeah. to build, but I still oh, have I to love it. Back and I, I get it. I get a win every time I play now. Yeah, I just haven't gone back to it, but now they have all these different skins, and that you could be Spider Man, and Don't you could be. There's a bunch of anime characters. You get uh, is Batman in there yet? Not, I'm sure Batman's, Batman's been in, in there. He's been yeah. in there since like season one or three yeah, like or they've got like all of all of Two these versions of Batman skins in there, so you could be John Wick is in people. there. Yeah, you Master could do a Kamehameha. You could do a Kamehameha as Batman. Like that's that's what they're at right now. Right. Yep. So they're doing it big. And so speaking of like video game characters marvel characters or dc characters so we're spider-man 2 came out last week and they got a lot of talk myself and rico is going to be covering some fun things interesting fun things so i'm covering what they did for uh chad with bosman so if you go into the game and you, you know they got it's marvel so they in the game obviously if you played all the spider-mans let's just set this up you played all the spider-mans one with peter parker two with miles morales and now this third one with all with both of the characters in there they have little you know you could go around New York City, and you can see the Avengers uh, Tower. You can see where um, Doctor Strange and his house was is at in the in the game. And then now, what they've done, if you find a spot, I'll run the video here where you could where they basically did a um, I say a salute to this guy to my my right on my shoulder here, protecting my backside here, uh, Chadwick Bosman. So if you watch the video here, you go to the little extend that little doorway there and hit the triangle button because it's on PlayStation 5 and Wakanda forever. Woo! I don't know if that <laughs> scream and yell is part of it, but I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Who's yeah. screaming uh, in the background? I don't know. Some random person. So I don't know if there's a person of... playing like off their yeah. stream or something. I don't know. But maybe the yell and scream goes with it. But I think that was pretty cool. It, it did cool. a um, homage uh, to Chadwick Bosman because the guy, if you remember his story, from the time he became Black Panther and he played Jackie Robinson, he played James Brown. And then for Thurgood Marshall, the judge, he had been fighting terminal stage four cancer. So for almost 10 years or something like that, and you never, you know, as the public, we never knew. But as the obviously close family and friends and maybe some of the coworkers that was on set with him, when he was shooting the Marvel movies and his scenes the whole time he was fighting it. So I think that's a big, uh, a big salute and a big, big gesture by um, um, Insomniac to do that in the game and, and, and to pay homage to a guy that I, not only just in the video game world, but just everywhere where he tried to, I think he brought a lot of change in for everybody. So um, big ups to act uh, uh, Insomniac for that. Good job. Good job. All right, Mr. Rico. So I just I look I looked this up because I thought I saw it somewhere. Uh, this kind of goes back to what yours is. So if you're Miles Morales in the game, you can do the Wakanda forever on there. But oh. if you're Peter, if you're Peter Parker, you can't. Oh, really? Don't know why. They don't oh, know why. Gosh. Nobody yeah. knows why. Is but it because Miles, I don't? I don't know. Yeah. Only Miles <laughs> can do it though. Okay. Interesting. Because <laughs> remember, it was a big thing when in. Um, one of the Black Panthers that none of the Avengers showed up to his funeral. I think it was yeah. the second one. Is the that second was a big. One. That, that was a was question. There. That was a question that was arose, uh, arose from that. Yeah, everybody's like, "Why Tony is Tony Stark wasn't? Oh, Tony Stark was dead. Well, he was Sorry. dead. 
Yeah, but, but everyone's like, why isn't anybody Thor, there? he could have been there. Well, Thor was depressed. Captain America, Captain America, America could have been there. Been there. No, Thor's not depressed anymore at that, that sure. point, but he's he's traveling with the Guardians. Like, they came up with all these reasons. They're like, well, this right. person's doing this. He's doing this. They're like, well, why wasn't Hulk there? Like, he's not mm. doing anything. He's just there on Earth. You're like, whatever. But, yeah, he didn't show up. But uh, for you. my well, story here? What you got? Yeah, for my Spider-Man story, <laughs> we all know that Miles Morales is Puerto Rican, or at least you should if you played um, the Spider-Man Miles Morales version. So Miles Morales is Puerto Rican. In the game, they have the Puerto Rican flag. It's a big point to, to kind of accentuate his Puerto Rican heritage and, and yep. make it known that he is, and they're very proud people. We are very proud people. Yep. Uh, but in his apartment, when you walk in, they messed up the flag. And it is the Cuban flag that is hanging in his apartment. And outside on the street, they have, you know, the American flag. And then it's supposed to be the Puerto Rican flag, but it's the Cuban flag hanging up out there as well. Um, People brought this to the attention of Insomniac, and they are going about uh, changing it, making it the Puerto Rican flag. Because it is, like, it's not, first, it's kind of a big deal because Miles Morales is Puerto Rican. And if you're a Puerto Rican person such as myself and you kind of, you know, love you you love Miles Morales not only because he's Spider-Man but because he is Puerto Rican such as myself. Um, it's 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 a big deal to have that representation in the game. So yeah, the right. Insomniac right. is working on fixing it, but it's kind of weird because they have that Cuban flag in his apartment and outside. But later in the game, you can you can see it on here. Those suits have the Puerto Rican flag, the right colors, um, on his chest on his Spidey suit. So that's a, a memo that was missed. So they got that right, but they just messed, mixed up the colors uh, on in its apartment and, and out on the streets. All right. What you got, John? Okay. So let's – I can totally – I mean, listen, I know where you're coming from, but I can totally understand what happened here. So here is the Cuban flag, yep. if everybody's watching on Twitch. Yep. And here is – oops, wrong button. And here is Puerto Rico. So it's basically where the red – is there's blue on Cuba and where the blue triangle is there's red on Cuba. Right. So they just Here. looked somebody was just like colors they look the same. Yeah. Yes. If you put no. up the Cuban right. flag I got I got this. Hold on. Here, hold on. Oh, yeah. put up the Cuban flag? Okay, hold on. Yeah, put up the Cuban yeah, flag. Yeah. And then look at my screen. Keep it there. Keep it moving. Don't move it. There you go. There it is. It's just it's literally just opposite. Yeah. Yep. yep. But yeah, you can't mess that up. No, you can't mess that up. It's very oh, important. Very, very important. That's well. No my question is, why the heck do they make the flags look the same? <laughs> when they had the flag the meeting, were they not like? No, I don't. I don't know who had it first. I don't know what happened, but Puerto Rico is the superior flag. That's just only John. Well, when oh, they had the question. flag meeting, were they like, great "Hey, just steal Puerto Rico's"? I don't think they. No one's gonna thieves. Know each other. Thieves. Just change the colors. I don't, they, I don't think they're gonna meet with one another. Or was Puerto Rico like just steal Cuba's? Oh, nah, Puerto Rico. No, nah, Puerto Rico definitely had it first. That's okay. what we're going with. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, don't don't quiz me on that right now. I don't know what country was. Uh, was I can uh, Google was it? it was That's what I'm, I'm googling it right now. First. I can't. Uh, can Google it. Google it. Ah, as, uh, dang it. The Cuban we, flag was designed in 1849 okay. by Nar- Narciso Lopez. Um, the design for the Puerto Rican flag was adopted by a committee of exiles living in New York during the eight, the mid 1890s. Oh, so it was about, 40, it was about yeah, it's about 39 years or whatever, Apart, 40 years yeah. later. Okay. So Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico flag was created first. Okay. 
make sure we have that now, right? Can you imagine some graphic designer nowadays. They're like, hey, we need you to create something. <laughs> Hold on, let me look at something else. I'll change the colors. Let me you know just what take I mean? this can't color do that. and this color and yeah. switch them. This ain't Fortnite where you could have multiple <laughs> colors of a costume. No, this is a flag of a heritage of a culture. Can't Makes mess sense that to up. me. Right. Puerto Rico is still superior. Can't mess with that. <laughs> Cannot mess with that. All right, let's. Thank you for sharing. Great conversation there. Let's head over to this or that this week. This oh or that. All right. So it's Halloween. It's my favorite month of the year. Y'all know this. Mm. Everybody in the stream. Knows You're a this. weirdo who likes scary movies. Oh, I forgot to put that up. Sorry. Oh, that's an old one. What? That's yeah. last week's. Nope. I thought okay. I edited that. Oh my God. I'm getting so it's old. okay. We're fine. All right. Where we go? Here we go. Boom we and boom. This or that. All right, here we go. First one up. John, you got it? Or you want me to click um, it? Yeah, hold on. Uh, so is it is it the amnesia one? Or we yep. Right? Okay. yep, we're in the right one. All, All right, right. I'll, I'll click it for you. There you go. Okay, amnesia, the dark descent, or outlast is the question. Which yeah. is, which is it like, which is scarier? Yeah, because they're both horror games. So obviously you got to choose one. Hmm. Outlast is a... Uh, isolation type game so you're like in this either a house or a cave and you got monsters that obviously don't want you in their area because you're in a house or a cave with monsters and i'll yeah, ask okay. how about dark descent what's the dark and descent dark descent oh, I, I picked this game i haven't played this game a whole lot so i've got a uh, first person survival horror game about immersion discovery and living through a nightmare there you go boom Ooh. yes mm. So both of them are similar. Outlast is also a survival game. I might go with Outlast because, you know, with with my overactive imagination, if I'm in a house or a cave or whatever, <laughs> I'll be sitting there in my house playing the game, and I'll just be like, I also have walls and a door. What if there's a monster over here? So, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'll go with Outlast. A little more realistic. Uh, uh, what about you, Amon? Well, I was going to say, I put it into Google, and there's a Steam forum that asks, which is scarier, Amnesia the Dark, Descent, or Outlast? And user CamYK says, Amnesia is scarier than Outlast. Do the fact, um, the play style, you have to hide from the baddies, do not look at them. So I'm going to go with what that nope. user said on the forum. I'm going to pick the Dark Descent. Ooh, I'm going to pick Dark Descent, too. I always Ooh. saw that game. Never got a chance to get around and play it. I just thought I'd throw it up here and check it out. And now I'm going to play it because it is right up my alley. I need stuff that scares me in uh, the horror category. Because last night was probably one movie I watched. New movie. Uh, movie what, what was the name of it? Dang it, it'll pop back in my head. It was creepy. It was, oh, Cobweb. It was on uh, on Hulu or Prime, no, Prime Video for $2, for $3. And I was like, oh, it's three bucks. It's cheaper than the usual ones. But it's worth its value in gold right there. Oh, cobweb. cobweb. Right you now. need to check out cobweb. So right. I, I got amnesia, the dark descent. That's for me. All right, <laughs> next one up here, John. This game's I know. These next games I know. Okay, okay. Res yeah. uh, oh. Resident Evil or Silent Hill. Mm. I'm going to go real quick. Resident Evil. That's just my classic one. I played both. I do like Silent Hill games and movies, but Resident just... It's more of a nostalgia thing. Me and my brother started playing it, and we we're screaming like little babies in some of the jump scare scenes on the original when the graphics were, we did not know any better. They were subpar, but now the graphics are awesome. <laughs> and they got VR, too. The VR is amazing on Biohazard. So Resident Evil for me. What you got? 
everybody else. Rico, John. Mm, I think look, I'm just I googled like images to try to figure out which one's scarier. Mm. Silent Hill looks freaking freaky. So they got the craziest is, monsters. Yeah. Though, I'll say it's that. Pyramid Head is in Silent Hill. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm going. They I'm got gonna go crazy, Hill. almost like Hellraiser esque. Yeah. Uh, monsters. Or I learned about Lovecraft and the artwork he uses. Mm -hmm. The writer he wrote Lovecraft Country, the HBO show that was on a few years ago, and so he has his version of scary baddie monsters and so mm -hmm. it's the lovecraftian version of that silent hill monsters they are heads big heads big claws and monsters tentacles everywhere yeah they got those mouth where it's nothing but teeth when they open yep. their mouth things like that so yeah silent hill for me yeah uh um, i'm gonna go with resident evil kind of like the same with you it's a little more nostalgic i remember uh when resident evil came out on dvd i was eight or nine years old and we went and watched it like my whole family we watched Ooh. it. he's like oh this new movie let's watch this movie right. uh, and terrible idea for an eight or nine year old to watch resident evil i was terrified but also <laughs> loved love all the movies what? love all of them they're so great uh mia jovovich love her also so yeah, me, yep, uh, she, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with resident it. evil yes indeed yep that was that was your horror journey was like, right there yeah that was that was like the third horror movie i ever watched the first horror movie i ever watched was uh um oh what is it called lake Pla placid lake lake placid Ooh, lake placid oh i remember yeah, that yes and i it. I had my head buried in my mom's shoulder like i couldn't watch it a giant yeah. crocodile That's yeah lake placid? Or, or crocodile they're yeah, both yeah. Their cousins. Ter terrified me yeah yeah, you're you're not walking in a lake no time at no, that time. No, no but time. now I now I love alligators and crocodiles, so we're fine. Yeah, as long as they're not eighty feet long. Exactly. <laughs> next one up, I got the next one up, John. <clears throat> Tell me what's going on here. Uh -oh. What do you mean? What do you mean by haunted house settings for those who are not watching this or abandoned asylum slash prison settings? So a lot of horror games, like we just talked about, Outlast, yeah. Amnesia, okay. Dark Descent. It's always set. I know Fear. It was a game. It had one, two, three of them, and it was either set in an abandoned building or insane asylum or a prison or old house. You know, so for Resident Evil, most of those are set in a house. We got to go in and go upstairs, downstairs, into the basement, find a trapdoor, get out, whatever. So, what is your setting if you had to choose for a game? Neither. <laughs> True, because it's horror. It's like, wait a minute, time out. Why? Why we got to do this? Can I just be in a field or something? Can with we just blow the house rainbows? up? Like, yeah, can we go like, in to fight the monster? Can you know what? what can we, we just nuke it? Can we do an yeah. air strike? You know how much easier this would be if you just blew it up? Hey, I know people in the military. We can do a quick air <laughs> exactly. strike. Let's go. Uh, I would go. Well, I wouldn't go with, but uh, abandoned asylum in prison. I feel like it's a little scarier just because there's going to be Definitely. a lot more areas it's going to be larger um in some of those places there's um more tools for torture and all of these crazy things True. that might be happening so right. and you know you'll have the the screams of the tortured souls and all this stuff in there so uh, i think i you know wouldn't go but would go with that I, I agree with Rico, Aman. Uh, I think that's a good point. I was going to go with Haunted House simply because I thought you could have a better variety of settings. Right. Like if I think of a prison or an asylum, I think, well, there's cells and, you know, it yeah. kind of looks you the same. But you make a great point. Like with a haunted house, it's usually somebody got murdered, right? With the asylum, there are some people who are mentally unstable that are now mm -hmm. in charge. So I think 
the asylum slash prison might be the way to go. Mm. You know what's you know to to kind of add on to you know how things kind of look the same and it's all cells. That's also the terrifying part because if you get lost, it all looks the same. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, True. yeah, good point. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't know how to get out of a maze mm -hmm. like in The Shining or something like that. The the, the bushes, hard the pass. Bush. Oh yeah. So so I'm gonna go house because you know what. I could just jump out the window, walk out the front door. <laughs> I'm out. He's like, he walks in. Nope, walks out. Like, did you just see that? <laughs> I'll meet y'all in the car. You know what? I'm going to start jogging. Just let me know because I'm going to full sprint eventually. Just so y'all know. So uh, Eeyore says neither because what are the chances that how games play would uh, really happen in one of those settings? Mm -hmm. He said, let's hide behind the wall of chainsaws. Right. <laughs> man yeah that's a classic commercial i love that commercial I'm head like, for the cemetery i'm like what are the writers thinking next one john what are the writers thinking for these characters come on give them some more common sense than some of the movies i've seen all right next one's up this one seems to me like an easier one alone in the dark or group survival horror now you just talked about you know the bad decisions that sometimes in horror movies people make so yeah I'm still going to go with group because I would not want to be alone in the dark in a horror setting. Are you kidding me? That, yeah. that's, that to me is like the scariest outcome. Yeah. Your winning percentage goes up when you have multiple people. Which ah, you, yeah. Yeah. You, you got know. a team. Yeah. Your yeah. survival percentage goes up because there's yeah. more people that can go before you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's cold blooded, but true. Cold-blooded, but true. I don't. Well, it's kind of like in a bear attack, right? Just don't be the slowest person. Exactly. And your chances I don't, of survival increase. Yeah. I don't there have to be go. faster than the killer. I just got to be faster than you. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah, I'd go. With, I would go with group because you know there's somebody that I can grab onto when I get scared, and so you know somebody that can help me fight off a a bad guy. You know, even though we probably won't win regardless. But alone in the dark, nah. Hard pass. Hard yeah. pass. I'm gonna go group of survival too. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure everybody survives. I'm not just gonna try to leave somebody behind. Yeah. I'm a team player here. Well, if I gotta put, if you big enough, if you're if you're if you're fun size, you're going on my back, and we'll carry somebody <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> if you gotta be fun size though, if you need that, you can't be like the extra large sticker bars that we're gonna be handed out on um, next Tuesday. You know, right. so no, I'm going I'm, to your I'm, house. Oh, exactly, I'm the big big candy bar house. All right, <laughs> last one here, and then we move on to games of the week, fellas. Kids must love the full like you know oh, yeah. like. Yeah, man, yours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, li limited resources and inventory management or ample resources with challenging enemies. Mm. So if you play Resident Evil, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You play um, Silent Hill, you know what I'm talking about. You got to ration when you shoot things. You got to like, all right, I can only put three shots into this one monster. The the one that the, the, the slicker or something that climbs on the wall in Resident Evil that has yep. the tongue that comes out. Yep. He's about a three, maybe four shot guy. Because if not, you're going to be. And then you got make bullets too in Resident Evil and I think Silent Hill. So they make you. You make your bullets? You have to make your shotgun bullets sometimes or bu bullet piercing bullets. Uh, That's uh, pierced, ridiculous. I'm sorry, I'm sorry pierced, pierced armor bullets. You might have to make them sometimes. You got to become a craftsman within the game. <laughs> Ridiculous! So they, it's all it's, it, it, it makes that brings the learning curve because you like, don't have right. the machinery to make a bullet. You don't. It's a game. They'll give you the machinery. I. You know what I'm you, imagining? You do it with the machine. You just you throw do, it all together. You know what it is? You have all the stuff, and your person just goes. Yep. Yeah. 
I was gonna say, I imagine like, okay, time out from playing the main game and you're sitting at a table and you're like, press <laughs> A and screw on the top. I don't know how you make a bullet. Yeah. You're imagining like a scene where you have it to just make says, a bullet. It's real easy. All it does is says is say, if you have this inventory and this item, you just press the A button and it merges. Yeah. Okay. Right. You don't have to go to a bullet shop, the Smith, <laughs> and come. They're like, I have, I have gunpowder and I have metal. Bullets. The there we go. On the guy in, in, in Infinity War, that's in uh, the sky in the in the in the one universe where he created uh, Thor's hammer. You don't have to go no place like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. Like that. Vodemir, I feel like that'd be Vodemir more fun. Something like that. Well, I'll say I'll, I'll start, guys. I I want the ample. Um, yeah. Give me all the bullets and guns. Ample resources that I can I can handle. Yeah. I'm not as I'm not I'm not talented enough to to pick and choose how I'm going to kill somebody. I need all the bullets. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I say I'm just going to shoot and keep shooting, kind of like in that scene in Predator, where they they knew something was there and just kept shooting. That's mm -hmm. with me. I'm gonna just hey, and get in and reload me up so I can keep shooting again. Make sure that thing does yeah. not walk or talk. Rip my spying cavity out of my body at the end of the movie like god bless america yeah. there normally i would go with ample resources with more challenging enemies but the last of us is like my favorite games and again it's limited limited resources you got to figure out how to kill some things uh sneak up on, on a lot of things and and save your bullets because you know you're going to have a challenging enemy at some point so yeah. um I go. With, I'll, I'll go with uh, limited resources just because it'd be a little. It'd be a little bit more fun. I mean, it's a learning curve, right? It, it, it yeah. gives you. You have to think more than yeah. just trying to survive about that. You be like, all right, how much? How many bullets yeah. do I have? Um, how much do I have that gunpowder to make that shotgun shell? Yeah, stuff like that. The problem for me is if you give me ample resources, I will find a spot when I'm fighting a boss where he can't get to me, and I will keep shooting. And I'm like, I'm not. I know there's a way you're supposed to beat this person. I'm not doing that. No, you just learn the pattern. You know, no, the, don't learn the pattern. Find a find a spot where he, she. he or she can't get to you. Like the spot. So before you go, you go in there, you lose like two times, and then you find out the when, you, when you open the door, you can stand in the door and still see them. And that's then you just stay there. And you take care of business. What is a ghost? Well, I, well, then the resources don't matter if it's a ghost. <laughs> well, yeah, Eeyore says, wait, are uh, wait, are there save files? Mm. Yeah, because then you just reload right outside the door and you do what I said. Yeah, there's <laughs> always big a wait. brain thinking. Oh, big brain thinking. All right, big brain thinker. We're headed over to uh. Games of the week now. Game releases. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. All right. We got. I think it was John is up first. Let me go what first. A, what a fun, fun game. The well, movie too. This brings back memory. So here we go, John. We're just talking about ghosts. How about Ghost Busters: Rise of the Ghost Lord, the full containment VR edition. Uh, that is coming out tomorrow. So as we watch this video here, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So the reason I pick this and the reason or the, the, the way I pick these video games is I just look at whatever one looks the coolest to me. And as you notice in the video right here, it's in VR. And I was like, ooh, fighting ghosts in VR seems kind of cool. So you can team up with friends. This is from the PlayStation uh, Store uh -huh. website. Uh -huh. <laughs> they call it the most uh, anticipated VR game for 2023. Um, Let's see it. So but far. you can, Let's yeah, you can team up with friends uh, and become a Ghostbuster, right? So 
You've got four equipment skins, 10 additional player avatars, Slimer hunt feature and collectible. I'm not sure what that means. Um, but basically you go around, you fight ghosts and you do it in VR. And when I saw those two things, I was like, well, that sounds like a pretty fun combination. Um, nice. I mean, I don't, I never really had a VR experience um, like this or really any but uh well, that means you got to figure it out you got i think it. i think it sounds amazing and not to get too weird uh but part of the reason my left eye doesn't work well and so when i get in vr it's weird like it doesn't hmm. i don't think it really immerses me like it's supposed to oh, um so your so. your view is a little different yeah gotcha all right that what you guys think of this? i like it the graphics look good I played uh, plenty of Ghostbuster movie or yeah, Ghostbuster games from the movies, and they got the uh, what's that? The uh, Proton Pack beam coming out on point, um, and all the artwork really. It seemed like every game almost is similar to itself. So the artwork from the first Ghostbusters game I played is not much different than this VR artwork and graphics. So it looked, that means you know whoever did it the first time did it right. Because everybody else is pulling and and and, re and copying it pretty much, so good job, give it up. And you got and the VR VR is definitely experience now, where you actually physically got to get get a little into it, know how to aim with that proton pack. Then you can't laugh at Egon and all those other guys, Bill Murray, when <laughs> they're trying to. Okay, you thought what's that? Oh, Rigo, you you, you shout you out by the way yeah. to the Ghostbusters franchise for staying relevant for so long yes they've done a great job mm -hmm. yep. they're doing the thing thing there that is uh, that is cool how you take they took the ghosts and put the vr stuff on them that's cool yeah clever very smart they got movies coming out still and now i got another game coming out because I, I think i just downloaded one or bought one last year was uh on console which i'll say like, eeyore says it's ghostbusters spirits unleashed right i'm like oh my goodness that's awesome awesome all right my game is up next and I picked out a game that I, I, I kind of did John's take where you just kind of look at the names and go from there. But this one, I was like, it said three minutes to eight. And I'm like, hmm, let's try this one out here. So we got three minutes to eight here. Let me hit play. Turn the volume up a little bit. And so in this game here, three minutes to eight, it's just a mysterious, futuristic pixel art world of an upcoming adventure game where you try to escape certain deaths. So every little the time that you have a, a life, you're mm -hmm. trying to escape being basically murdered or killed in some way. So it's always three minutes to your death or two minutes or whatever. So I'm like, man, you got to be on your toes in this game. Wait, is every game like three minutes long? Like, how's this work? Sorry. That's what I mean. I don't think it's that, but it's like very, I was like, okay, I, I see what you're doing here. I wonder how it works. Like, all right, hold on. Does it just reload you, and you're like you have to try to figure yeah. out what's going on and try to stop yourself from dying? Uh, here we go. That description didn't have a whole lot of information for me. Here we go. Found another one. <laughs> <laughs> so, it says set in the future. It is a mind bending. We know that part of it. All right, that breaks the mold. Okay, we know that the protagonist is destined to meet their demise at seven. 57 so no matter what your whole point is to try to not die at eight o'clock so it's always three minutes to eight so you gotta avoid dying 
during this whole game, basically. Very hmm. simple. I like this because simpleness just tells you what you need to do to survive. It takes three minutes to survive. So if you survive that, again, I'm not sure if the game's over. I think that would suck. I love the concept of, of this and what you what you're reading. And to me, like, and then I saw the graphics that you're showing us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if this was like a big budget game, like no. this whole concept, I think would be really fun. Mm -hmm. Like this is a movie. This this to yeah. me is a series. Like it's they could they could go deep with this thing. But then I look at the graphics and it looks like you know, no, it's, it's, it's pixel art graphics, as it said. So graphics are not stellar, but give you some adventures because now you got to be think got to think very on your toes, obviously, because you only got three minutes to elude these folks. So I'm pretty sure it ramps up the hardness to the game to where you got to survive. Different things got to come. They don't throw different things at you to try to stay alive every time you play this game. I'm pretty sure it's not just as simple as it describes as surviving I just in three minutes what, before what time it starts at like does it start at like seven and you i think it starts it probably starts at seven fifty-seven, like it says but then that's when you're you, supposed to die you i wonder to, like i don't yeah know. no i think it starts like however long before but right maybe it's one of those where every time you do something every time you die a certain way you're like oh let me try and do it a different way let me let me not go home because yeah. then this guy won't shoot me in the chest so right. you don't go home and you're you still out and then or you, you get him up. yeah and then you get hit by a car or something you're, okay well let me not go down that way and then you do this and it just keeps going until you finally figure out a way to avoid all of it i don't know so you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta have good memory you gotta have good memory and yeah. then quick on your toes because you got to obviously do, do this, backtracking. Do this. Yeah. You're backtracking the whole time. Got to get all this information, thinking. probably. Exactly. Interesting. Who am I? Am I? It's a little diabolical. I like it. I think it looks indie really game neat. here. Yeah. Indie mm -hmm. game from uh, mostly positive. Oh, no. The developer is Chaos, Chaos Munger Studios is the game. Indie game here. So check out three minutes to eight. See if you're smart enough to survive all this. Uh -uh. I'm telling you, that's a movie or a TV series. For sure. Oh, I agree. Oh, with yeah. You. Oh, yeah. Could you oh, imagine watching, watching a movie and it's like every time it's just like, oh, well, this is how it happened. It's like, okay, well, now I can't do this. I can't do that. So let me go do this. And then, oh, I can't do that either. Oh, I have to jump over this area. And if I jump yep. over here, then this happens. And Remember then, this? Like, oh, that? that'd, be, that'd be cool. Wait a minute, last time I went left, okay, I got to go right. Last time I beat them yeah. up, so I can't go that way. Mm -hmm. So you got... But if I go right, I have to make sure that I notes. avoid this guy because he has a sword. And if I avoid the guy with the sword, the guy behind him has a gun. And the guy with the gun, this guy's are getting like all this. Yeah, you're just nah. like slowly going through your brain. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Rico, you ready for yours? Sure. The mm -hmm. Lord of Rings return mm. to Moria. Survival crafting set in the fourth age of Middle Earth. You go back to the dwarven homeland of Moria, also known as Khazad-dum or Dwarodelf, in the depths of the mountains of Moria. You go down there, and what it's kind of reminding me of is a much better graphic Minecraft. You're delving down into the mines of Moria, and you're trying to rebuild everything. Right? You have to collect. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to. Stuff. You're mining for things, weapons, you're building all of these things, but you also have to make sure that you have enough food, have enough water, you don't get too cold or get too hot, 
you have to oh. take care of yourself. You can play it by yourself. You can play with other people. Again, you can make swords. You can build buildings. You can make magical things. You can find magical things. Um, and at the same time, you have to be careful because when you're mining, making noise in the quiet mines, you can wake up monsters. And they'll come to stop you from doing whatever you're Man, doing. That's a job. Yeah, that's a job hazard that you don't want. So it's just the whole, just this whole thing. Yeah, just this whole thing of mining and building and crafting and trying to stay alive. There, you can go further down, deeper and deeper, but you'll find more vicious monsters as you go further down. And um, it's just one of these where you know, crafting, building, smithing, surviving, where you just create this whole world and. You can build the buildings. You can build them into the walls. And if you've ever seen the Lord of the Rings, you can try and yeah. make it as elaborate as the Mines of Moria was. You can rebuild it how it was, or you can make it completely new. Oh, RPG time. Hmm. Yeah. Getting your character from the bottom up and building you whatever can make your you own, want. Your yeah, make desire. your own dwarf and have your friends come That's join you. We got to get together on both of these games. That's what we got to do. We do. I don't know you guys are gate, creating your character. How yeah. everybody's still playing. You still progressing on that, John? So hold our food and ale, dear. Oh, yeah. John, did you hear me? I'm sorry, what was that? Did you, are these, where are you at on Boulder's Gate 3? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to move around. <laughs> so this game kind of reminds me of that. That's so why I brought it. Yeah, up. no, it does. Yeah, it totally bit. does. Everything, I was thinking the same thing. You build in your whole, not only your character, but then like now, like Rico said, you could build out a whole little town, or castle, or whatever. But you got to be obviously be careful. You got to make yourself battle ready to survive. Yeah, everything. Like I said, you can make your own tools. You can, so you got to fight something. Yeah, uncover magic artifacts. You can get jewels and mine ore to create your weapons. Like it's. It's very, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's just all together. But I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the dwarves in Lord of the Rings. So this is definitely something that I, I might have to check out. No, definitely a fan as well. Misty Mountain. It is something fun. Plus, I got Gimli's voice. Love Gimli. <laughs> Love that guy. Oh, man. All right, now we're wrapping it up with uh, Ahsoka. Let's get all into uh, what's this? Ahsoka Tano. Uh, 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 what's on stream here? Row, row, row your boat. What's on stream? Others. Uh, sorry, excuse me. It's time for what's sorry. on stream. Sorry about that. Cut them off there. All right, we're into Ahsoka now. We're in episode four, part or part four. I keep saying episode, but it's part four. They yeah. kind of broke it up that way. So we got into Fallen Jedi, and we're doing some. It's a lot of flashbacking because of all the Jedi fight lightsaber scenes going on here. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why you, you see in the video here, they got Anakin and Ewan McGregor, or uh, uh, I can't think of his actual name, but Darth Vader practicing and doing all the lightsaber fights is just, we're in that area now in uh, Ahsoka where it's getting close to finding uh, General Zahn and Ezra. Who's, you know, everybody's kind of like up in the arms about finding them. In terms of being somebody to care about but also at the mm -hmm. same time is they're realizing that there's another galaxy out there that's been mentioned since episode one so uh lord Balin, who is the sith along with his um his apprentice they're kind of hold ground getting order around and to make sure they keep the plans for the sith and this new galaxy in order so ahsoka sabine and uh, general sadella is doing their best to try to fight against them 
and uh, not get taken out before they can do their job basically by protecting um, the galaxy from, I'll say, going back to where it went. So I know John's got to go or maybe want to throw in real quick. So I'm going to say his things. I was going to say, I'll let you guys tackle this episode. I'm still playing catch up. I don't want okay. any spoilers right now. Yep. Um, uh, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, John. Have a, be, be safe. Bye, John. See, See you later. later. Bye. Peace. All right, Rico. Yeah, it's been it was a really interesting episode just because and like you said, there's more lightsaber fights and I do love the lightsaber fights. It's still not the same as as the lightsaber fights used to be with all of the intricacies and the swords, you know, or the sabers, you know, flying around, rolling around and everything. It's still very interesting and um, really cool to see Ahsoka kind of go possibly go all out when she was uh, fighting. um the the sith lord that was there protecting the map um yeah but, so lord lord uh Bailin. Ba- yeah Bailin, ba- Bailin, Bailin, but Bailin, sorry, yeah Bailin. but um what was i gonna say it's uh what scared me was when their their droid ahsoka's droid was fixing the ship and you you see people are in the woods and i'm like please oh, yeah. don't 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 hurt the don't hurt the robot please oh, no, um, but then to see him man. yeah then to see him fight back, I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, he really is with his four arms, you know, going, you know, doing his thing. And then it just this whole thing was leading up to it's I mean, it started with it where you kind of knew exactly what was going to happen, where they're talking about, you know, Ahsoka's like, you know, maybe it'd be best if nobody went to this galaxy. Maybe it'd be best if we just figured out a way to get rid of the map and nobody went so that Thrawn couldn't come back. They couldn't go get him. And you see, you see, um, she's sitting there, and she's like, "I ah, in her eyes, it's like, I kind of want to go see if Ezra's there. I want to, I want to go save him." And and Ahsoka's like, "Nah, man, like, can I, can I trust you? Like, are you sure about this?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you can trust me." So it was yeah. all leading up to the end of the episode, and it was like, "What is going on? What is happening right now?" And then seeing her, you know, get her not not her get back with the other Sith, but but fighting fighting her in the woods and kind of going back and forth with her she she showed you know in in the last episode she was working on um because she was just getting working on yeah she she's getting back into her jedi training and she's working on getting you know working with the force and you know she's trying to pull the cup or push the cup away from her and nothing's working well she gets knocked to the ground she kind of puts her hand up and i don't know if if the sith like kind of flinched uh, like waiting for it actually yeah, she or if she actually she pushed her a little bit. Force. Yeah, oh, good question. I yeah, think so I don't know. If she, I don't know if she. Yeah, I don't know if she flinched or if she actually pushed her a, a little bit. Right, but I, you know, to me it was a flinch. It wasn't no force coming out of so. her because she she can't even move cups on the table right now. But she's yeah. getting there. She's working on it. Um, yeah. So I think it was more of a reaction, like okay, I'm about to brace for this force push, so mm-hmm. I got to be ready for it. So it was more of that. Um, uh, er points out Hugh Hang is a few thousand years old, so that's why he got some fighting skills. Hey, so he was, he was, he's done this a few it. times. Yeah, um, but uh, but like I said, I love the battles now. Uh, they're getting more into the lightsaber battles, and with uh, Lord Bylan and Ahsoka fighting there at the end, like I said, Ahsoka, like you mentioned, Ahsoka is like you know what, just destroy the thing. Um, but the only caveat to destroying that ball or the map, which is a ball, um. Is then they won't know and where and find Ezra, exactly. who they're all care care about and want to know if he's doing good, if he's even alive. So that's where the hesitation of Sabine comes in when, as you see right here, the fight between Lord Balin and Ahsoka gets down to where then 
um, Ahsoka, she tries to grab the ball. She gets burned. She gets injured. The ball falls mm -hmm. down, and the map is gone. And then Sabine comes up, and that's where the one little weakness she has. Now she only has one arm. She's fighting against a, a Master Jedi yep. right here. And then Sabine gets it, but in the back of her head, she's like, okay, if I destroy this, even though her master said destroy it, she's like, just like her and Captain Sedilla's like, what about Ezra? Yeah, yeah. I, I, she's I like, if I... In her head, she's asking herself that. What about Ezra? We could use this map to find him and make sure he's And Balin kind of, you know, you goes uses the force and finds out that she's really yeah. looking for Ezra. She really exactly. wants to wants to see him. So he's kind of like, okay, let me use this to my advantage. And he's like, exactly. if you destroy this, you know, you should listen to your master. But if you destroy this, nobody's going to be able to see. And we'll ne you'll never be able to see if he is even alive. So yeah. um, I was like, dang. Was, yeah, he got he, he got to her and it was it was actually very interesting to see that and just ahsoka you know the the care that she has for sabine yeah and uh just like look man like she the other sith comes through and she's like oh no she's she lost and then she shows up she's happy but you know the things happen and um i don't know why you know she grabs it that happens when she sees sabine um right. i don't know why she doesn't just when she grabbed it why didn't she just throw it into the water with, with, she, uh, I know it was Ahsoka. burning her. That's, yeah, yeah that's I know Ahsoka Ahsoka, like was it was at. burning her, but like instead of just like dropping it on the ground, why not turn around and chuck it into the water? That or Sabine should have known like Ahsoka has powers, so she can know and feel Ezra's source. You know, mm -hmm. as they say, I feel it because every time you know, you've seen it in a Star Wars movie when a Master Jedi or any level, mostly any level Jedi would would die or would come into existence. They'll be like, and, and all the Jedi will feel it. They'll be like, oh, yeah. somebody, so, like, somebody, like when, um, a disturbance in the force. When Darth Vader died or when Yoda died, everybody was like, wait a minute, yep. something just happened. And then it hit him. Yep. Oh, Yoda's dead. And everybody, like, how did you know? It's like, I could feel it. So she should have relied on that with Ahsoka and not worry and have the fear in her to not, you know, destroy the, the map to go find Ezra. Just to like, you know what? I gotta, if she was click in, be like, look. I got a master Jedi training me. She could tell me what the force is telling her, where we can mm -hmm. find Ezra. So we don't really need this map. So that would that would have been you know, a, another mindset. But she's not there yet. That's why she's still in training um, as a Padawan to get to that Jedi level. Because any other Jedi would like. That's why you know uh, Ahsoka was like, destroy the ball. We we can still find. Hey, get um, rid of it. What are you doing? Get rid of it. Yeah, break it. Yeah. Walk on that thing. Do something. Get it out of there. Hey, just, uh, hey. just don't have the fear that was inside her to not. Um, mm -hmm. destroy it and then give it to Lord Violence. So great episode here. So we got a lot of little other questions popping up because, you know, obviously at the end of this episode, we see the, I'll call the spirit walk of Ahsoka where she runs into Hayden. I remember the name Hayden Christensen, um, yep. Darth Vader, and where it pops up and they both basically say hello to each other. So it's uh, what did he say? I'm five. surprised. He's like, I'm surprised to see you so soon. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm surprised to see you so soon. So I'm like, Interesting. Like, oh, so her time, you know, her time is coming. Obviously, as everybody's, but yeah, everybody. You know, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like you are here way earlier than you're supposed to be. Exactly, because uh, he, you know, they know. I mean, when you become a Jedi, obviously, you can see all, hear all. And for him, it's like, wait a minute, you know, my my feeling was telling me that you weren't going to supposed to be here for a long time. So mm -hmm. this is this is kind of an arrow, and maybe your part, but I'm still your master, even though I'm in a a ghost state. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna work on some things that I didn't I didn't cover. Look at him, look at him. Know. He looks great. So yeah, good to see Hayden Christian back. And this is the part of of all these series, 
you know, you got Boba Fett, Mandalorian, where you see the characters that started it all in some areas for you, you know, because I know I was in I was in Seattle. I was in my 20s. I don't know when when you saw Hayden Christian for the first time on the big screen. I think it was a uh, Clone Wars because he was Anakin in, 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 in the first one, um, Phantom mm-hmm. Menace. But then Clone Wars, that's when he grew up. And then Revenge of the Sith, that's, that's what him and Padme started to be a couple, a couple, have their kids, stuff like that. So seeing him back, it's always good to get him in the fold and other folks that were a part of like the original storyline into these miniseries now, story arcs of uh, characters that was kind of like spinoffs of the main story. It's always good to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. I, I'm really interested in, you know, I haven't finished the series yet, so I'm really interested in watching the next one and seeing if slash how Ahsoka finds her way to this next galaxy because right. – they destroy. They they had that super gigantic uh, circle that they used to to um, get to the next galaxy, but they had to do all these calculations to make sure that they got the trajectory right. Mm-hmm. Because as Lord Balin said, if you get this wrong, if you're even off by a little bit, we're going to be lost in the void of whatever. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I'm really interested to see how slash when if Ahsoka is able to get herself to the next galaxy to um, help Sabine you know, possibly get Ezra and stop them from bringing Thrawn back. hundred percent. And so some of the extra scenes that you saw there, just some of the, what we talked about a couple episodes ago on the Gamers Lounge here, where you, if you go watch Clone Wars, you go watch uh, Rebels, you could kind of connect the dots on one, some of the stuff that's going on in Ahsoka that you might've missed. And even some of ah- ah- Ahsoka um, series stuff, cartoon series stuff that was out there on mm-hmm. Rebels, uh, on Droids, or not Droids, Rebels and, uh, Clone Wars. Let me check that out too. So you can have a fun. You got holidays coming up. You know, Thanksgiving here in about a month. Yeah. You got a weekend coming up. You can hit it up on Droids, hit some uh, Phantom Menace or, or Clone Wars. Might War. have to. You might have to do that. I think that would be fun. Get the kids. Try and get, yeah, I'd say try and get, get the, the kids, kids into it. Couch for you. That would be fun. You'll be doing, as I say, good parenting, bringing exactly. the Star Wars into the, the young Padawan's life. I'd be like, hey, 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 kids, let's watch some Star Wars. Let let dad show you what he loves and how, yes. what he grew up with. And so hopefully this don't hit you with the question: Is dad? Why does anybody not go use the bathroom in this movie? Yeah, don't question. Like, don't don't ask questions. What? They do. They do it in the you know the little you, twirl that shows you do the next. Yeah, that's them why? using the bathroom. Why you ask me that, dad? Why they got pajamas on? I'm like, what up? You think those are pajamas? What? First off, be, first off, because it's comfortable. Right. You know, so those are my kids. Hopefully your kids will be different. You know, they were curious in a way. So everyone, uh, I want to say thank you for jumping in. Eeyore, uh, the, average, the average historian, VR facial, Mass Styles, uh, the Bear fan, and anyone oh, else that bears. was lurking in the chat that had not linked in on Twitch, on YouTube. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. We'll be back here next week, same bat channel, same bat time here on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Uh, Rico, you know, we got to do that. We got to do it everywhere. So have some fun. We're going to have new and more interesting. And next week, it'll be the best thing I saw on social media. So we'll have that funny part, new segment of the TV show here. And then let everybody know, Rico, where they can find you on social. Well, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, you can find me on Twitter at Radio Rico AC. That is where I am the most active talking sports, talking video games, all kinds of new things. Uh, I will warn you now at about 7 p.m. tonight, it is going to be a lot of basketball because the NBA starts up 
and the New York yeah, Knicks take right. on the Boston Celtics. Oh, you're a Knicks fan. Open, I can see that now. Okay. To open their season. So I will warn you now, there will be a lot of basketball during this uh, during the next couple of months because of the NBA and because of my New York Knicks. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Radio Rico AC, on Twitch at Nikki underscore Flash underscore, and on Instagram, Enrique Alvarez Clary, all one word. Um I don't post a lot on the Instagram, but when I do, it's some pretty interesting things. You'll see a lot of uh, volleyball, a lot of sports stuff going on there, and maybe a little bit of my family. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time on social media. Yes, indeed. So you can find me. Thank you, Rico, on a Amon Green Thirty, all one word, and then the Gamers Lounge. We're on Instagram. That's AG Gamers Lounge. We're on TikTok, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge, and on YouTube as well, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Check us out on that sub. Retweet, share, follow, all that stuff that you, that you engage with in uh, the social media space. Please do it when you get to our uh, accounts and do that for all the my account, Rico's account, John's account. We, John didn't get a chance to mention his, but you can find if he's following. If you're following us, you can eventually find John Adias and what he's done, uh, where, where he's at on Instagram, or where he's at on Twitter. Uh, please do that. And then also Nebraska right. Esports as well for myself. And that's Nebraska Esports on Instagram esports nebraska on twitter so please follow us if you're interested in uh you're a young high school athlete and you got some baller skills on valorant smash or 2k or call of duty hit me up All that right. guy we want, right there we want some good players we need some good players uh for next year always got to keep the attrition you know, in control so everyone have a good rest of your day all right rico i'll see you probably later today if you're there at the studio Go New fan. York, go New he's York, a, go. He's a Knicks fan did not. Let's know go. That. Oh my goodness. Knicks fan. Jalen Brunson, MVP. <laughs> mm.